0: Hello from the Clio Cloud Conference 2016 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Patrick Pallas and
1: Samantha Collier.
0: And we're on the road with the Legal Talk Network. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today we're talking about social media strategies for law firms. I'm here with, Samantha. wait for it, Samantha Collier. Uh, she's a legal professional turned social media strategist in Vancouver, Canada. Samantha's a regular speaker and is the author of the award-winning blog, Social Media for Law Firms. She won the 2011 Canadian Law Blogging Award, The clobby, The Clobby. Uh, she works with lawyers across North America and focuses on using social media to attract clients and improve a law firm's bottom line. So Samantha, a little uh, side note, right? So I've known you for a while on Twitter and we've talked back and forth. And in fact, over the course of the last day or so, I've sent you to like, are you here, Sam? Are you here? Yeah. We have to talk. And you're like, I'm here. and We've gone like three different rooms together and I haven't <laughs> seen you yet. And so I reached out to, to Law Talk. And I, uh, Legal Talk Network, and they say, oh, you know what, I'll introduce you to Sam. Tell you what, why don't you, why don't you interview her? I said, perfect. So you know what, Samantha Coyier, nice to meet nice you. Nice
1: to meet you too. Face to face. I know, it's nice. That's the good thing about this conference, is you get to meet people that you've been tweeting with.
0: It, it somehow seems appropriate that since you are in social media, uh, that we would actually meet in social media, and then yes. later in person in an event like this, right? Yep, yep. I think that means you're doing your job. Hopefully. Alicia. So let's talk about social media uh, for a few minutes. So it's important for lawyers to have an online presence in this day and age, but tell me why.
1: It's important because if they're not using social media, they're gonna be left behind. And it's important because there's something that jumps out to me, and it's reputation. Is that Tons of lawyers think that if they use social media, that they won't control it. But what they don't realize is that if they don't control it, somebody else is. And that can be scary, because it can be your like competitors. And if you take like Facebook, for example, lawyers don't know that even if they haven't created a page, there's a page for them. And it's like a Facebook community page, and they don't control anything on there. So a lot of lawyers won't use it, because they're kind of scared of the brand new. Um, but if they don't use it, they're not going to get clients, they're not going to get millennial clients, they're just gonna be left in the dust.
0: Now there's a lot of platforms out there, and and maybe lawyers know some like Facebook, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of platforms. So as you're helping your clients figure out what's best for them, what sort of platforms do you look at? What sort of platforms do you recommend for lawyers?
1: Yeah, so most lawyers will say LinkedIn. And I agree, LinkedIn's good, Um, but it's mostly good for referrals. They're usually their direct clients aren't on there. It's like lawyers they went to school with, and it's like referral based. Uh, Facebook absolutely like 62 percent of the adult population is on Facebook globally I'm pretty sure it's a higher number it's a higher number you know just in Canada or the US Uh, Twitter absolutely and I actually think that snapchat uh, Instagram even like Instagram stories are great you know they're really good to actually share your personality as long as you're not boring.
0: Now, maybe this is my bias as a man who has a teenage daughter, but I think Snapchat, I think, you know, uh, girls in sixth grade talking back and forth. Is it gone beyond that? Is, oh, is yeah. Snapchat now being used yes. by adults in a place to get clients?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lawyer, and his name is Mitch Jackson, and he is, like, probably one of the most famous lawyers online, which is interesting because I didn't really know him until before Blab. Right. And uh, Blab is a social network. Well, it's dead now, but it was a site. Um sort of like a chat site, and he uses it uh, like crazy. He uses it to share causes. So he's big on um, not driving distracted. And uh, I know for a fact he's gotten work through it. But I think it's how you use it. You know, um, obviously you're not gonna share naked pictures like what it's known for unless you are attracting (laughs) that type, or I don't know, yeah, I hope so. Um, Be interesting, but no. Uh, but they get work. It's how you use it. I think it's like important to learn the ins and outs. I mean, you're not going to post like selfies, and I do. But
0: so I was at a conference, and um, there was a, a woman talking about how to how to brand yourself and how to use social media. And a woman raised her hand and said, um, "You know, I, there's nothing about me that I know how to brand or what to do." And so the, the speaker says, "Well, tell me just something about yourself." Says, well, uh, I love Harley's, and I have a pink one. Awesome. And so the, speaker, the, the presenter, point center, says, hey, PinkHarleys.com. Next? Yeah. Right? So, from that is the idea of branding your weird. And I know some people do that. but So, here's my question to you Is, is that a good strategy yes. for, for lawyers? Yes. And how does that work?
1: Um, I think that the, the way that works is that people connect with you. Like, I know a lawyer, an uh, IP lawyer, and she's a bio lawyer, and she right. loves cocker spaniels. Right. Right? And she's gotten work. From that, right? And, I mean, she's got, like, m- like, big big clients through her passion for cocker spaniels, right? So I find that the more personal you are, uh, the better it is. Like, for example, my husband passed away, like, eight years ago. You might know this from seeing my stuff, because I talk about yeah, everything. Um, right? But I've met other people that have gone through the same thing. And, I mean, that's, like, really personal. It took me a long time to actually... Share that because I was worried you know about um, how I may, like how may I might be perceived, but um, it works, and i 'm sorry, I find that the more you talk about stuff like that, the better you do. No one wants to talk to like a vanilla lawyer
0: well, I noticed in your Twitter feed when you're putting things out, um, you talk about things that are special to you that other people can relate to right you yeah. love talking about. Coffee and yeah. your love affair with coffee. <laughs> you put on pictures of your daughter in you. You guys yeah. were coming here, right? You had pictures of your daughter. Yes. I mean, it, everyone it, knows it, that. It, it was no <laughs> right. So you really open that door and, yeah. and let people get a, get a, a peek inside. And I think you were saying in your presentation here at the Clio conference about authenticity. Yes. Tell me about that. Why is why is that critical and how do you use that?
1: Yeah. Um, to me, it just makes sense that. I mean, it's authenticity is a word that social media specialists throw around almost like a swear word. It's like passionate, authentic, etc. But it, it, no one on social media wants to talk to a boring person. Like nobody wants to talk to a logo, right? They want to talk to you. And it, the social media community is so picky about picking out people that are fake. You know, like picking out. They don't want to talk to anyone that's fake. How are they going to trust you with their case if they're if you're just blah 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 like they. It, if you're not authentic, you're not gonna do well. Like, I share everything. I play World of Warcraft, <laughs> right, right? Like, right. I'm a level 60, like, night elf, and and people connect with that, and I actually have done well by not being afraid. It took me a while, but if lawyers can actually, you know, do that from the beginning, they're gonna do so much better.
0: Now, there's this discussion about you know, the right ways and the wrong ways to do social media and and marketing as a whole, right? And so one of the discussions I've heard back and forth is when you're putting information out about your law firm, about you, whether it's best for inbound or outbound market right? out blabbing about, I'm so great, I'm so wonderful, or do you turn that around and say, here's some things that I can offer you that, it, that will help you, you know, yes. no charge or free, whatever. Yeah. So talk about that kind of dynamic, about how you advise yeah. lawyers about that approach.
1: Yeah, um, what you said, the second part about giving, sort of like giving information away, it's a must. I mean, if you're promoting, I mean, there's like the 80-20 rule. I think it's more like a 95-5 rule, where 95% of the time, you're sharing content that people will actually interact with. Like you're sharing how you solved clients' problems. You're sharing. Um, I talked about it in my talk. Like in Vancouver, we had this crazy blackout, right? And it was like the zombie apocalypse by the third day. Like literally, nobody <laughs> no knew how good. to drive. Right. I took pictures of it on Twitter, okay. and uh, my client posted a blog post about what to do in a blackout. Free. Like no link at the bottom saying contact us, etc., and and people actually hired them with the they had car accidents <laughs> during the blackout and they got like tons of work from it. So posting that sort of content, um, not promoting yourself, is a must. Now I also think you should promote your wins, you know, but more like pictures within the office, more like pictures of uh, you know like. Just like genuine, actual interactions with people. Obviously not like clients unless they want to be there. But uh, I don't think you should be promoting yourself and everything all the time.
0: Well, does anybody really want to hear you say, I'm so great, I'm so great, I'm so great, I'm so great? Well, it's like
1: you wouldn't walk up to a conference like this and walk up to your potential client and be like, hi, I'm amazing. Do you know how many files I have? Do you know how great I am? They're going to be like, okay, I'm going to walk away from you now and get some food and watch another thing.
0: So as somebody who does uh, social media strategy, uh, to me that sounds a little different from um, content. Yeah. I mean, there's that kind of rule out there, I think, and you tell me, because you're the expert on this, that if you're going to be on Twitter and you're going to be tweeting things out, it should be your voice and you're doing it. Don't let some ghostwriter or ghost tweeter out there doing it, but on the other hand, this is kind of your forte, right? Helping yes. people find the right things to say. So, do you step in and write things for people, or do you just lead them on the path and they do it themselves?
1: So, initially, most lawyers will say they want me to do it for them. They'll say, you know, can you do everything for me? And and in the past, I would, but I find that the best way that they can do it. Lawyers will always do better if they do it themselves. Like. Honestly, even if lawyers don't hire me, they do it all on their own, if they have the time to do it, they they absolutely should because they do really, really well. And a lot of times what lawyers will do is they'll draft tweets and run them by me for like, that it looks okay. You know, like for tweets, they should actually be smaller than 140 characters, They should be like 120 so that people can actually retweet it and see all the content. Um, so I help lawyers in that way, and I help them with the overall strategy. Like, how do you actually get work from social media? Because to me, that's the most important thing. Like, I would rather people not pay me unless they're making what they're paying me plus more. And a ton of social media people will just be like, it's about branding, quote, unquote. Or it's about, like, uh, you know, networking. Well, networking's good, but they're not really about getting clients. And I find that you will get clients if you speak in your own, even if it's boring, you know, in your own voice.
0: Well, there's that other part of of social networking um, that isn't like just reaching out to grab a client, but it's branding who you you are. And I guess the question is, is that the bigger piece of social media? I mean, do you really expect that when you put out a Facebook post, somebody's going to call you and say, yes, that post is exactly what I wanted? Or is it... Letting people know who you are and what you stand for that's more important than that.
1: You're you're exactly right. It is who you are and who you stand for. I mean you can't it goes back to like the whole, what are people gonna connect with? And they're not gonna connect with like the whole ambulance chaser lawyer. They're gonna connect with you as a person. And if you're not that person, they're they're not gonna talk to you. Because lawyers already have that sort of reputation. They're already kind of like, you know, uh, arm's length away and social media bring, like bridges that gap. Because I mean, we know lawyers can be intimidating, right? And by posting these sort of pictures or these sort of posts, they actually bridge that gap so they feel like the person will feel like that lawyer is with them in their house or answering their questions. And it actually gives a two-way conversation. You know, like someone can actually ask a question on their Facebook post and you can respond and you should always respond. Like a lot of lawyers will wonder, should I respond to this comment? Should I do this? And those comments are like gold. And if you're not responding, you're not doing it right.
0: Now... There's a saying about, out there uh, in marketing about know your tribe, you know, know who it is that's your audience. I mean, that's really got to be something that's critical for you to help identify who people's audience is so yep. you can target them in social media. Like, I know that you're a fan of the, uh, the, the, the Texas Lawhawk. Oh, I yeah. Mean, that is a, a crazy, oh, crazy man. And his commercials awesome. are outrageous. <laughs> I and I think they make most lawyers roll their eyes in the back Cringe. of their head but his client base, dare I say, his fan base is enormous because yes. he knows his tribe. How do you figure out with your clients who their tribe is so yep. you can target them?
1: So I look at who their current clients are. You know, like offline, who do they usually talk to? Like who, who is their target audience? And on social media, finding those people can be a bit tricky, but if you look at your competitors, Right? Look at who they're following. Look at who they're talking to and, you know, use that as a base and you can also just, you'll also find naturally who comes to you. You know, the more you're posting people that, the people that are interested in what you have to say will naturally follow you. And a question I got today was how to grow your audience, like how to get more and more Twitter followers, but literally you, um, it's not the number, it's the quality of the people. Like you don't want like 100,000 Twitter followers that are robots, you actually want 20,000 or 10,000 or 5,000 that are actually interested in what you have to say.
0: So your presentation day was, was really uh, a great presentation. You were talking about uh, a million dollar Facebook client, right, so l- let me ask, I guess this as we're, as we're wrapping up, um, what can lawyers realistically expect by using social media?
1: To get more work. I mean absolutely like if they're using it correctly if they're using it um, authentically like we talked about if they're finding their tribe they're going to get more work they're going to build relationships they're going to have fun like if they actually get into it they're going to have fun and statistically speaking one in 30 lawyers that learns about social media will actually run with it I'm Mm -hmm. hoping that this you know, conference and talking to you, that I'll inspire more than that. Like, I want to change the statistics for it.
0: Turning on some light bulbs for the lawyers in this community. So, one last question before we close out today, and, and uh, I think this is an important one. If listeners would like to follow you, to reach out to you, where do they find you?
1: And they can follow me on Twitter, at um on Facebook, at Facebook.com, social media for law firms. If you just Google my name, Samantha Collier, you'll find me. I take up the first three or four pages of Google. There's a gynecologist (laughs) named Samantha Collier that hates me. So you can just search my name and you'll find me.
0: Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank Samantha for joining us today live from the Clio Cloud Conference in Chicago. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. If you liked what you heard today, please rate us in iTunes. iTunes. I'm Patrick Pallas. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with the Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes.